What's goody, everybody? It's Kim, and I'm back with my tea of the day. Thank you for listening. It is episode 32. Let's get into some things. I've been, awa- been away for about a little over a week, but this is going to be like a three-part special, so let's get into it. I definitely want to get into, first I'm going to have a moment of silence for the individuals who lost their life in the helicopter. Mr. John Carey and Alisa Alto Belly, Sarah and Peyton Chester, Alice O'Brien, Christina Musa, Gina and Kobe Bryan. It's very unfortunate that all of these individuals died. But it's really unfortunate that we just make it seem like it was only a star and his daughter who died. Yes, Kobe was everything to everyone. Especially in, of course, the sports industry. And just as a black man doing everything that he was doing outside of sports. However, there's other people who lost their lives. And as I was watching everything unfold and watching everything just play out on social media, I haven't really seen other people give the other people's lives any validation, any credit that they live. Like, they lost their lives as well. Other people are hurt as well, other than Vanessa. We have to do better. But as we know, he died the day of the Grammys. And the Grammys, let's get into them. The Grammys is tired. They are played out. They need to have several seats. And they really need to just do better at their categories, at the inclusion, at just picking right. And if the artist is not on your payroll or not fucking with you at the time, then you get to not pick them, even though they deserve to win. We're not going to continue to play these games, because that's not fair, but then we, as people, as black artists, need to stop putting so much accreditation and power and, oh my gosh, I have to get a Grammy, into them. Because like Diddy said, they work for you. So that being said, like, no one really cares for the NAACP awards. Why is that? Why don't people really cheer for Black Girls Rock? Or like these, or even the BC Awards, even though the BC Awards is tired, but they're representing us and our artistry that in a global aspect may not be basically listened to, which is a problem. So, of course, the Grammys didn't disappoint, as they never do. So, <clears throat> I didn't fully watch the Grammys because I don't have time. But I caught a few um, performances that I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the Alicia Keys and the Boys to Men tribute to Kobe Bryant. All of the vocals was amazing, and they did what they needed to do. Alicia was looking flawless, and she killed it. I 
appreciated Lizzo and her performance. Lizzo killed it. I felt like <clears throat> she needed to perform something else. But overall, she killed it. And I loved her gown. And I loved all of her changes. Now let's just, you know, congratulate her and her game for success. She won, I think, three. And that's great for her first time. For her first album, that is an amazing thing. Congratulations to you. You definitely deserved it. Food Hearts was definitely a world-announced song. And Cause I Love You was an amazing album. Let's get into um, Miss Ariana Grande. Her performance was amazing. Her vocals was just everything. And I definitely appreciated everything that she brought to the table. And she was really trying to dance, and it was just amazing. But let's get into how she was snubbed. Did I think that she was going to sweep it? She should have. I don't know who this Billy Alice is. I checked her out a little, but I don't feel like she deserved all four categories. Because Thank You Next was a imprint in pop music. That's what pop music is. And for that to not even be acknowledged, yes, it was... Yes, it was, um, she had nominations, but for not to win anything, for the song, for the album, it doesn't make any sense. Because that was the one of the biggest albums of the year, of the decade, for pop music. And that's period. Like, you cannot deny the power that Ariana has. You cannot deny the ranges that she can give you. You cannot deny that Thank You Next was an imprint of of pop music. Sweetener was cute, but Thank You Next was that girl. And for her not to win anything, just didn't sit right with me. It didn't. Now let's get into Mr. Tyler, the the creator. After winning his hip-hop award, he decided to have a speech. When his speech, he pretty much was like, I don't like the urban word. It's a politically correct way of saying that word to me. And he also said, it's pretty much, he's grateful for the Grammy, but it's like a backhand uh, slap in your face. Because on one side, he's happy, but on the other side, people like him and how genre bending he is he and people who look like him or who makes this type of music will always just be put in the urban category instead of the pop category or this category or that category and that's very true and that's sad that people can't just be artists just because you're black does not mean that you just have to be put in black categories like no they deserve to be fun and pop. If he's not a full rapper, he deserves to be fun and pop. And sometimes if he's making pop records, put him in a pop category. Just cause, like, there are black pop stars, guys. <laughs> so the Grammy definitely needs to really go back in and make either new categories or expand the categories that they have. But they need to start getting it right because it's really getting tiring. People just winning that didn't deserve to win. Like, Lizzo was like, no, Beyonce should have won. 
like, Billy Eilish was like, Ariana should have won this. Thank you, but Ariana should have won this. Like, when the artist is just saying exactly who should have won, we got you picking them just because, that's a problem. Now, now let's get into the Super Bowl 54. Miss Shakira and Miss J-Law. Thank you, ladies, for really doing what needed to be done. Y'all completely killed it. Y'all completely did everything that y'all needed to do. And I was just so ecstatic of how well performed it was. And the dancing, just the energy, just the Latin experience that is oftentimes looked over on Latin artists. Like, for me, I always say this, J-Lo is underrated as a performer. She performs her ass off. She is a performer. She is a showgirl. And she showed us that at the Super Bowl. And Shakira, being who she is, at first, I'm not going to front, I was confused with them putting them together. I didn't understand, because I just felt like um, it should have just been J-Lo. J-Lo has enough hits. She has enough talent. She has enough everything to pull off a halftime show. She has enough discography to put on a halftime show. So when they tagged her with Shakira, I was like, okay, I don't understand it, but I kind of get it. The whole Latin experience and being in Miami and them putting the biggest Latin artist on the biggest stage that they can perform at. Gold. As long as it's executed right, it would be complete bliss and gold. And it was executed so beautifully. Like, this was definitely one of the best halftime shows I've seen ever. And I like the halftime shows. I don't watch them all, because some artists, I just, I just don't care to see. Like, how did you get there? I don't know, but other than that, like, the halftime shows that I did see, definitely one of the best halftime shows ever. And I say that because just the energy, just the theatrics of it all. So let's just get into both sets and then when they came together. And then I give my critique of what I would have done differently, in a way. So to start it off, it was Ms. Shakira. And Ms. Shakira was killing it. Her dancing is just out of this world. I don't know a girl who's dancing like that. Period. Like that? No. That hard? No. Not Beyonce, not Janet, not Madonna, not Ciara, not J-Lo. You're not dancing like Ms. Shakira. Shakira is a dancer. A well-renowned dancer who dances different type of dancing. Not just hip-hop, not just salsa, not just your Latin. You, you got the African in there. You got the so many different types of dancing and dance types and that performance. And just showing how globally renowned she is and how 
she's just that girl. And she really just killed it with her dancing. And yes, she did lip sing a little, but with all that dancing, I'm okay with that. I am completely fine. You dove into the crowd, you sat, you crowd served, you did a hipstone live, she will. You did I like her like that with the Cardi B song. Like you took your moment and you seized and you killed it. And then you also made yourself a meme. When <laughs> you stuck your tongue out towards the camera. So it was definitely an amazing thing. And you definitely killed it. Now let's get into J-Lo. This 50-year-old Latina woman. Body for days. Dancing the way she's dancing. Like, sometimes you forget that she's 50. And the way that she's still giving her all. A lot of people 50 years old is not dancing. Not like that, no. So, J-Lo came out. And she started with her for getting from the block. And she represented the box. And then she got into her her choreography, her routines. And she was hitting them perfectly. And she was giving us showgirl. She was giving us, this is me. I'm just being in Vegas to the Super Bowl now. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give y'all nothing new. I'm just gonna give you Vegas <laughs> to the Super Bowl, and I'm just gonna merge you two. And she did it perfectly. Like she didn't really need to give more. She gave enough. And for the people who felt the type of way that she was on a pole, she just did hustlers. That killed it in the box office, and she learned all that stuff. So yeah, she's going to bring everything that she knows and I loved her I loved the dance part the the dance pole part I loved it that was one of the best parts of her performance in my opinion and then when she brought out her daughter and she had half the American flag and half of the Puerto Rican flag singing with her daughter and the other Latin children in cages because that's what y'all president wanted for Mexican to be locked in cages Mexican immigrant kids to be locked in cages so they put that on the the big screen they put that in their performance and that was everything and it was just a beautiful moment just to see her and her daughter just have that connection that moment of singing and like you're this big artist and you was okay with one sharing the stage two then putting your daughter on your set just I just couldn't ask for more and then when it came together finally towards the end of the performance when it was J-Lo and her dancers and Shakira and her dancers and just the way that they just commanded the stage and the way like they just danced and they just killed it with their sets. And when them dancing together and when them just shaking their asses, it was everything. Like it was just pure Latin, the Latin experience. It was hot, it was spicy, it wasn't too much. It was everything. Like they did that with no remorse. 
and I'm like, who do you think did better? Because of course you have to compare the two. And now, after watching it a few times, I would say it's kind of even. And let me tell you why. I feel like it's even because, in my opinion, of course the camera danced harder and had more diverse dancers and different type of dancing other than just a regular hip-hop type of salsa type of dancing. So I give that to Shakira. But I felt like she didn't put on, like, necessarily a show show. Like, she put on a show, but not a show show. And then when J-Lo came out, it was a whole different energy. It was just, I'm a showgirl. I am a performer, and I am here. And just the way that she really commanded that stage and killed every routine that was given to her. And just her effortness. And then just her being 50 and killing it like that. And just her just being a showgirl. That was it for me. I was sold. So, this is not my best, but this was definitely better than the Maroon 5 one. This was definitely better than the Madonna one. This was definitely better than the Lady Gaga one. This was definitely better than the Katy Perry one. Like, in terms of the female uh, performer ones, this is right underneath Beyonce. I have to say it. They really outdid themselves. I'm here for it, and I don't know who can top those two in terms of the female performances. I just, I don't, I don't know. But this was Kimmy with your tea of the day, part one. Thank y'all for listening to episode 32 of my podcast. Please, you know, share it, listen to it. Hit me up if you need to. And let's have a conversation about what you feel. Like, what are your thoughts? Let's get into it. Thank y'all again. Laters.